Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Ridded to to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September 17th. And as you can tell from the sound of my voice, <clears throat> I gave my all for Tennessee Saturday. <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, I'm not guy. I sat in section 327. I'm not going to sit here and question just flat out effort. I do know effort wasn't, you know, whatever we gave wasn't enough. Um, it was a disappointing form performance. I mean, there's no, there's no other way to really say it, man. I mean, it was just disappointing and I'm not, I mean, I think there's concerns, so I'm not going to sit here and say this 100% isn't the season, but I can't say for certain that it is either. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like sunshine pop. I haven't watched the game. This is raw emotion. Um, I don't know if I can bring myself to, maybe I will on Monday. Uh, if I just really want to, you know, beat down on myself more than I have the last 24 hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tennessee had one there in 19 years before last night. <laughs> Not attempt. I don't know, man. I, like, I'm not excusing that. That was a pitiful performance, especially second quarter. Holy crap. I don't want to get too too fast into it. Just to tell you right now, this is probably going to be a very depressing podcast. I'm just trying to set you up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I don't know how you can be, like, super positive watching that football game. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for a whole bunch of positivity, probably not from <laughs> this show. Um, and I'll try to be honest. Like, I'm not – because I, yeah. I don't think there's – I think the opposite of the the super positive people, the super negative people. Like, sure, there's plenty of negativity. You can take way more negativity than you can positive to positivity from this game. But to pretend the season is flat out over is hilarious. Yeah, it's game three. I mean, you, you still technically control your own destiny. And and looking at Georgia and Alabama, like none of those teams are phenomenal, but. Now that you've kind of lost this football game and looked the way that you have the past two games, you could go seven and five. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, you made it a lot tougher on you. We talked about it last year in this kind of game outside of the second quarter, um, where Florida scored 20 unanswered in the, in the second. Um, and that would be unanswered because I said in the second quarter, we never answered them in the second quarter for all you people that want to say, we eventually did. We didn't. Um, outside of that, I mean, it, this felt a lot like that pit game where we just don't play very good. But, man, if you can claw in, same same deal, third game away. If you can find a way to dig deep – or sorry, first away game, not the third game. If 
you can find a way to dig deep and get this one on the road, you don't really care how ugly it is. Yeah. But the fact that you couldn't changes your entire outlook on that game. And, and so when winning matters, and at the end of the day, doesn't entirely matter how you get it done. You're looking at the win column at the end of the day. Um, and you expect a, you kind of expect a rock fight in a game like this anyways. Um, not not saying like Tennessee couldn't have played better. They, they certainly could have. But you do expect a little bit of that. Um, you got to find a way to dig deep and and um, and, and get it, score and win here. And like I, I know there's situations where Tennessee gets slowed down by things out of their control. But you, in my opinion, no matter how bad the officiating was or just the breaks that didn't go your way early on second quarter, you you didn't control what you could control. And then those things came became a factor when they really shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line scoring 16 points is abysmal. Um, especially with our, our defense isn't good enough to win you games when you only score 16 points. That's that's the bottom line. Um, it's not good enough. I think all we around. all win this game if you tell me Florida scores 29. We might say, hey, you might win by one. But you're probably thinking you win this game if you say your defense holds up to 29. Well, I mean, Josh Heupel is over when his team hasn't scored 30 points. So yeah, there's a stat: got to get to 30 points to give yourself a chance. Um, and 16 just flat out isn't isn't doing it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into this. But first, I do want to tell you guys about our good friends. We're just gonna hop right in. Um, I do have one positive thing to tell you guys about tonight. So that well, we have a few, but this is the first one. And it's Underdog. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Toss baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly sports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the 640 Plaza at 4452 Western Avenue in Knoxville. They're open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember, always bet on the Underdog. Man, I'll tell you that that, that stat you kind of was a good intro because that's not good. Um, no, I think that, and I don't like I don't think that's necessarily a a bad stat. Like in, in this day in college football, I feel like you're probably going to hear that a lot. Like there's not. Well, yeah, be a you're, lot. you're the. I mean, if you score thirty points, you're probably the the top scoring offense in the Big Ten. But in <laughs> in, in this in the SEC, yeah, that just don't when you ton of games, especially when your defense just isn't that great. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think the defense played well. I mean, they're a big mark on my – after this game, what I'm really disappointed in. Um, I thought the lack of pressure on Graham Mertz specifically was, was tough. Um, I thought there were a lot of times that – and I, I'll give credit to old uh, Sunbelt Billy – you know, they, they attacked Tennessee, especially in that second quarter, really well. But in that second half, even then, you had chances to go back there and make plays, and you didn't. He had all the time in the world um, for the most part. And, I mean, that that kind of gets into a lot of, too, the, um, the, the officiating. Because, man, I do feel bad for a guy like Tyler Barron, who you go and watch. Like, film's going to suck for him because there's times he could have made plays that he's getting abused. And so I will say that about him at least. Um, and then in that second quarter, I don't. I would again. I have not rewatched. I think I will at least the second quarter. 
How many Ugh. negative plays did we have? Like on, on offense or, or defense? on defense? Like so good for us, but negative yards wise for Florida. I mean, we only had. I guess we had seven the whole game, but yeah, it was it wasn't very many. I don't know if and, you had one. And that's the that's the thing is like Sunbelt Billy did have a good game plan of spreading Tennessee out. They're getting the ball out of Graham Mertz. They're going side to side and forcing, you know, Tennessee to make plays on their athletes. And Tennessee flat out did not make tackles. They had eleven missed tackles, I think, for from Pro Football Focus. There had to be four on that first touchdown. There had to be. Well, Kamal hadn't had three by himself. Um, I mean, wrap up. I mean, are, are, what is, is this? Is middle school football where you're getting taught to wrap up? What are you bumping people? You you weigh a buck sixty. Why are you bumping people? What what does that do to anybody? Yeah, I think this was a, a bad showing, and I think that too. I mean, a lot of people are going to question effort there because that's kind of the little things. Um, it's kind of like the easy show of effort, and that's fair. I think. Um, cause I mean, that's just, that's mental errors. That's not a thing that like, if you get ran, you know, if you have a guy that's bigger than you, that just runs through you after you wrap up, we're going to be upset and mad about it. Cause we're fans. But at the end of the day, we can't, you, we can't say what you just said. Yeah. There, it's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one that's kind of, you know, uncontrollable at some points when you have big backs or, or backs that can break tackles. But I mean that that Trevor Etienne run um, after what you you tweeted it and I was with you, like that first touchdown I was like man these guys are gonna like these the rock fight's not gonna be on the field it's gonna be in the stands because these Florida fans are going to want to murder people after this game yeah and really thought and just to was that on third down too mm, I'd have to I'll go back look. and look at that yeah um, but I mean it, it felt like that drive was about to other than giving up freaking third and 15s all throughout the game. Um, it was on first and 10. It was a third and five before that. Um, I was about to say, it felt like that drive was going to stall out quick. And uh, then you give up a 62-yard run where it looks like you have a chance to tackle him for a gain of like two or three. And then you have a chance to at least save a touchdown, and you can't. You don't – like you have no chance to. Um, <coughs> and that, it sucked. And then – you know, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I, I was disappointed in the play calling. Um, but I mean, I think a lot of it is too. Is like when you're—I'm not trying to out Josh Heupel because at the end of the day, this falls back on him. But when you're handcuffed by what your offensive line can give you, it makes it really difficult. Yeah, I, I think getting Cooper Mays back is an absolute must right now because, I mean, they are struggling in the interior. I think John Campbell played well. Jeremiah Crawford got whooped, and part of that is you've got breaking team rules before the biggest football game probably of the year. You know, I know we circle Alabama, but like – So, wait, wait. Point, so what is that, though? Why is he playing on special teams and not? Like, I don't I don't see the consistency in that. Who is? Did uh, – I thought they said Mincy played PAT. Oh, did he? That's what I thought I, thought I read. Oh, I, I didn't, so I, I like what's the deal with that? I didn't really. Are we punishing people by putting them on special teams no, now? I mean, because apparently, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, but, apparently got a citation. I, I don't. Right. I don't, I don't remember seeing them on PAT, and I mean that. I, that's what the I think it was. Uh, who who tweeted out the article originally? Uh, Rocky Top Insider. Had. I think that I think it said that in that article. Okay. I mean that's just that's just dumb. It is, but at the same time, you played them. If if that article is true for any of it. 
You oh, it's, it, yeah, it's it's dumb all the way around. Like, I mean, if you're willing to play somebody on special teams, why not just throw them out? At, if you're getting abused at left tackle, throw them out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, not good. Need Cooper Mays back. I mean, o- offensive line. I, I know a lot of people want to throw rocks at Joe and – when you score 16 points, you're, you're the you're the focal point of that offense. You do have to score more points, um, and some of those pre snap penalties, that's that's on your leadership. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm. I'm but, a but, lot of people want to comment on Joe being able to hit targets and, and Joe being able to um, move around in the pot. I, I'm not concerned with any of that. The ball snapped. I think he's playing fine. I'm really. Con- I'm. My concern is can he operate this offense efficiently? That's my concern. You can't have, and I think some of it's on your offensive line. I don't know where the heck our right guard is going in what looks like a a hard count situation. He can't. I don't know if it's not getting communicated. So I don't know who it's on. Like, but where I don't know where he could possibly be going when you're clearly trying to get them to jump. Everyone else was prepared for it. Yeah, and so I don't understand. But I am concerned with can he operate this offense efficiently? That you know, and, and initially on that interception, I didn't like, especially because I think it was Ramel Keaton, which I know if it's not your first read, it's not your first read. But when you see a guy running wide open, it's frustrating. Oh yeah. And then, but we, I think me and you watched it again. I mean, he's a split second away from that being a bomb, and that so so it's not as not as egregious as I initially thought on the first watch. Yeah. Should have ate it, didn't um, right, and, and it cost you seven points. That you know that yeah, that could have been a fourteen point swing um, for right. Tennessee. But. but like that, that one again. That, that's one that I'm like, you know, sometimes those happen. On first, well, first you know, live, I'm like, don't ever throw that. Yeah, and while I still agree, eat it. I'm also like, I I, I understand what he saw and was doing, and it was just an unfortunate play. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I, is Joe Milton playing exceptional right now? No, but I think there's far, far bigger concerns. And I think a lot of those concerns, if they get corrected, his play will reflect that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Florida had the – they made adjustments. After that first drive, they're playing – we're playing cover two and forcing it to – forcing them to run the football. And Tennessee kind of just refused to do that. Run the ball. You're you're up seven to six. Run the ball. Run the ball and th- – when we need to throw it to the sticks, yeah. throw it to the freaking sticks. You clearly have really talented wide receivers. And I know we're going to get into guys who impressed our wide receivers answered the call from everyone this week. Our wide receivers, they said, this is what they've got to do to go win in the swamp. And they did it. And especially Brew McCoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that That's, that's one kind of note I have. Brew McCoy did not deserve to lose that football game. No. And he, he took the brunt of it in the press conference. Right. He's like, you know, that's that's on me. Like, I missed some plays out there that, that could have been the difference. I mean, that dude was all over the field. He freaking ran over somebody. If I was number 10 on Florida's defense and I got ran over like that, I'm quitting football. It's over. Done. I think you commented scholarship revoke there. Um, Should have, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it, – I hate it for those guys because I thought they played well. Um, sure, again, plenty of things to correct there. But when you're talking about answering the call that's been a concern for the past two weeks, they did it. Yeah. And the thing about Joe is like, yeah, you can say like, oh, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me. I mean, 
it is like you are the quarterback of the universe. It comes with the territory. And I know we're a little spoiled from watching Hinton Hooker the past two years, but 16 points and you got outplayed by Graham Mertz. Like that's, that's the reality. Whether like, I I think he played better this week than he played last week, but still. And I fully expected that I've watched enough Tennessee, Florida games in my lifetime to know that, Graham Mertz was going to look like a Heisman candidate, and I know what he'll look like the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, that that's not a good football team. You saw in the second half, Tennessee was a lot better football team. They're more talented. And and on the flip side of just, like, shooting yourself in the foot and mental errors, like, cannot finish a drive. No. Cannot for the life of them. Yeah. Um, I have it. We, third we and talked short. To- I'd rather it be third and eight right now than third and one. With this team, we cannot. We, we, I mean, we're so predictable. It's like getting the shotgun, run it right up the gut. Our offensive line is not good. We've shown it throughout the entire game. Why do we think we can run it right up the gut when they're expecting it? That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and then you you have ten penalties. I I first off, I, and do I love the timeout? No, get out of there. There's nine seconds left in the game. You, there's not a hail mary in the world to save it. But going back to the penalties thing, I don't count the last one. So nine for 79 yards. I, I, a good portion of those were pre-snap penalties. Can't blame yeah. those on the refs. I think they had five pre-snap penalties. Yeah, we can't we can't blame that on the refs. Um, that's just bad football. You have a you have a, your defensive line jumping off sides in the most obvious hard count situation in football. Yeah. If I, they go there, they go. And you fight. But you can't gift them a first down. That's dumb. I mean, you cannot gift them a first down. If you're Aaron Beasley, you are screaming to your defensive line. Yeah. Do not move. Don't yeah. move. If they go, they go, and you fight. But yeah. you literally you you handed it to them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we we said it. They're like, there's no way. There's no way they they snapped this football. And, and Billy Napier just laughed about and, it. Every and day. that's great. He knew. That's I think they call it no matter what because he was he was pretty close to the left guard in that situation. But I mean, phenomenal awareness awareness from the Florida center to snap the football. Yeah, make sure it got called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is it. That was a bad performance from the University of Tennessee all around. I mean, all around, and it started off defense gave up some junk, but at the end of the day, they bowed up, forced a long field goal that's missed. And then your offense goes and and scores and don't know what happened from there, but it was bad the rest of the time. Um, You're also having personnel issues because we're we're having to burn our our timeouts early in the game because we can't snap the football. We are the fastest offense in America. How are we close to getting a delay of game? Burning two timeouts on the first drive of the second half when you're down by at that point, 11, 19, 19, 19, sorry, 19. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. You're playing come from behind. You need those timeouts. And again, that goes back to Joe Milton. Like you are the leader of this offense. It goes at your pace. It goes at your command. Those are on him. Those two timeouts are on him. And, And props to the defense for, you know, I know they gave up what they gave up in the second quarter, but after that it was three points. And I know Florida was trying to get the, the clock to zero. I understand that, but they got off the field. They gave the the offensive chance to get back in the ball game, and we just 
stalled out. Yep. And there was times, you know, Joe Milton threw some dimes in that second half. Threw that one to Brew McCoy, Dante Thornton. He threw one to Squirrel that was almost caught, but, you know, a really good ball. And we just couldn't capitalize. I, I don't understand. It, it was, I think, on like the 15 or so. And we're throwing every ball in the end zone. It's yeah. Like, pick I, up I, the first down and, and let's I love, move on. And I love taking the shot there on first down. I love it. You, I think you do. You move the ball efficiently, take the shot. But at some point, you have to understand, we can gain 10 yards for an extra set of downs. Let's try to gain 10 yards for an extra set of downs. Yeah. And even on third down, we don't. Yeah, I understand you have to score quick, but you have to score. Correct. And then <laughs> on that two-point conversion, a lot of people are frustrated at Joe for throwing it. The ball would have came back. We would have been going again. I think Spragans was five yards into the end zone at the end of the play. We, we just like, we can't get the little things right. Yeah, and, and then you have guys. <laughs> I mean, that's the most mind blowing thing I've ever seen. Right before the Florida game, you're going to break team rules, be out past curfew. What are we doing? I mean, that's some Jeremy Banks shit. Out past curfew. I missed this. Well, that well that it was. He was out late, and that's when he got this citation. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess not curfew, but um, team rules is you have to be in by – if you're caught out at a certain time, that's curfew. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, just mind-numbingly, yeah. And in the end, you know, I don't think – Omari Thomas is playing football right there. In fact, he pulled up when he gave himself up. Florida, if, you're, if your quarterback's going to run around in the backfield – to waste time, he's going to get hit. He's going to – like, it's just part of it. Yeah. Amari Thomas pulls up. The new rules of football, they're going to throw that flag. The refs threw the flag. I get it. you got to defend your guy. But, my God. And, and Florida wants to say that's a abysmal, you know, by Tennessee to put on that kind of showman, you know, sportsmanship or whatever. That's the dumbest, just petty bull crap I've ever seen from both teams. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee's got to walk away from that. You got to say that's their quarterback. They're going to stand up for him. But Florida's got to say the ball game's over. We're going to take our 15 yard penalty and walk away. It's, it's just dumb. It's kind of the same thing I said. People that fight in the stands, nothing to gain from it. Absolutely nothing to gain from it. Zero thing, zero things were gained in that last second fight from both teams. It was dumb from both teams. But Amari, it's not on Amari Thomas. He's playing football. Yeah. No, come on, come on! Hadn't said that guy was coming at you. He, you threw, you put up your hands first, big dog. You put up your hands first. I've seen the video. We can play the tape. Well, that, that's it's another stupid. thing. Giving up freaking third and fifteens. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, what is our DBs doing? I guess Danico Slaughter is in this group that you know got in trouble because he didn't play. I don't know if Dylan Sampson is, but he didn't play. Joshua Josephs didn't play. I, I just. I mean, Dylan Sampson scored four touchdowns two weeks ago, and he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he didn't play, but he didn't have a single carry or reception right. at all. Got to go back and watch the game. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> but I mean, like, where where are those guys at? You played a freshman and Ricky Gibson for a, a good amount of this game, and then if it, I don't know, there just seems to be like a lack of trust with the guys you keep putting out there, and that is alarming to me. Yeah, I'm very concerned with our future situation. And I, I I agree. Someone said it. This was a trend with Ricky Martinez's last time around. 
I don't have a problem with Ricky Martinez. I think he Willie. Willie. Not Ricky. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ricky. Um <laughs> Willie. I, I liked him the first time around. I mean, I definitely thought he could have done a better job. I think what he does do well is he takes underrated guys and, and can develop them, but it doesn't seem like the higher rated guys get much better. Um, so that's a first off concern that I said when he got here. Um, but the, the if you can't go away from a guy that's not playing well, that's concerning. I don't care how old he is. Yeah. If you're just letting guys on the field because of their age and their their past playing time, that's a concern. And I'm not saying that the guys behind him are better. I don't have an idea. I'm not at practice. But if they're not, that's concerning. I'm trying to look at something real quick because I don't know. I just feel like on those big runs that Florida had, where's our safeties at? I mean, yeah. I know Kamal hadn't like missed that tackle, but he like, was in our the safety, of the field. Yeah, our the safety's got to be somewhere. Well, anytime we went with motion, it was always real strange how we motioned. I'm gonna have to go back and watch and see exactly what they were doing. I just remember thinking in real time, we just it felt like a lot of guys were forced to play in different areas of the field. Which when you're when you're a defensive back, like it's gonna change how you fit. It I mean, I'm not saying yet, I haven't rewatched, but I mean it could change why we couldn't play contain on the outside. Yeah. I mean that that's the majority of their they didn't get a lot of rushing yards through the middle besides that big run. Yeah. Um it, it was, you know, getting to the corner every time. We so, could I not mean, play contain. No. And I don't know exactly why. Um, but I mean, there were guys playing in unnatural spots of the field for sure. Yeah, and linebacker is not a great day for them either. No. I think Aaron Beasley was still your leading tackler. He was. He was, yeah. And it wasn't his best day at all. No. Um, but yeah, just giving up the the one on the I mean, our D I think it's Kamal Hatton. He's just lost and Graham Mertz rolls out on third and twelve. We have him stopped. And he just the one place Graham Mertz was able to get the ball and it not go out of bounds, the guy catches it right on the sideline, and our DB is nowhere to be found. Make a decision there. That's all I ask. Can, whatever you do, commit. You're going to play the quarterback, play the quarterback. If you're going to play – I think it was a tight end. If you're going to play the receiver, play the receiver. Just play something. Yeah. Don't get lost in the middle of the field. You you are not – there for the quarterback until he pass. You are a thousand percent sure he crosses the line of scrimmage, right? But but at the same time, if he at least commits to the quarterback, yeah, I appreciate least, that he's committed. <laughs> I appreciate that he's committed to. Him. You can't be. You cannot get stuck in the middle there. Yeah. Once you go, you gotta go. But yeah, I mean, we we got a comment in here about the young DBs. It's just like, yeah, if if guys are not getting done, we can't be scared to play young guys, especially the ones that we've recruited and guys that are talented. I mean, what's the point in playing somebody that's bad, that's older, for young guys just to to get here and not play and then enter the transfer portal? You're not helping your depth. You're not helping your the future of your program. Anything. I mean, I'm all and, and the current situation. <laughs> I'm all for playing the most talented guy, no matter how old they are. Um, but if the guys you're playing right now, Willie Martinez, are your best, I am concerned. Yeah. That's it. That's all I can say right now. I am concerned. You're at practice every day. I'm not. I don't know. But I'm concerned at this point with yep. the state of our DB room. We were concerned coming into the season. Still concerned. 
which I don't love after going to Florida and playing yeah. a bad like. And I know Florida has talent. I mean, Trevor Etienne is a flat out baller. Like I don't expect us to hold him to freaking fifty yards rushing. But my God, one hundred and seventy-two, one of sixty-three of that, sixty-two of that, whatever it was, all on one run. It's abysmal. This the this Florida team is not a great Florida team. And if they win ball games, if they beat you, they recruit better. So they only get better. Yep. Take advantage. Take advantage. And we didn't do that. We didn't take advantage of anything. That's the thing. This is probably the worst Florida team that you've played in a long time. A hundred percent. And couldn't get it done. A hundred percent. That's that's the frustrating part where this is the clear cut. You're a better football team than they are. You're more talented than they are. And you just went in there and, and fell right on your face. Yeah. After you went up. You went up, and all those Florida fans were like, "Oh God!" I mean, we're th- we're tarps off everything. Not really, but we we're lifting we our did. shirts up after we <laughs> after we scored. Oh, I made an ass myself. That's for sure. I mean, we were. <laughs> it, it was on. Yeah, and I don't know, man. That's just it's just frustrating. Just frustrating. It's a tough one, and I mean, I. I'm not in the boat of like burn it all down, bring Nico in no matter what. Like, I'm not in that camp. Like, I think we talked about it a little bit on on Thursday that this does kind of like set the tone for your season, kind of like let you like a a quick look. But it's never your season. It or sorry, it doesn't have to be your season. Yep. If you let it be your season, of course it's going to be your season. There's still winnable games. Like next week should be a full. In terms of mental, a full reset mental, UTSA is opponent number one. Take it to him for 60 minutes. And if you can't, like, you absolutely, for the men, the psyche of your team, the psyche of the locker room, and, and then especially the psyche of the fan base. Like, if you want that place loud and just absolutely just a vicious environment for South Carolina, you better put on a show against UTSA. Yeah, and, and, like, that's another thing is, like, I feel like f- the Swamp definitely had a, you know, played a factor in, in Tennessee struggling offensively. I hope so. I hope that's why. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, hey, you got Alabama in a few weeks. Kentucky wants to beat the crap out of you every single year. Um, you know, those are not too easy plays. I mean, especially Alabama. That's not an e- – especially what you did to them last year. That's going to be a, a difficult place to play. Yeah. So, um, And that's the next away game. So, you well, don't really have a chance to to kind of get another one out of the way until that game. So, you need to sure up some things before you go into another hostile environment. And, you know, South Carolina should be ho- hostile in, in terms of just loudness overall. Right. But – I mean, well, and I think I think you're talking about away games too. I mean, I'll talk I'll talk trash about you. I drink with the best of them every day of the week. I'll talk trash about Columbia, Missouri. The fact of the matter is, they welcome in a, a top fifteen team this week who's favored, and they win with yep. sixty thousand fans, if that, on their side. And so I Dang, can't laugh that, at that home field advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. We're counting rocks at that point, but. Like they talk about no easy away games. Like you, you got to learn to play on the road, and that's why I think if you go get that win, no matter how ugly it is, similar to Pitt, like you kind of forget about how ugly it is, assuming the season goes the way you want it to. 
you kind of forget it. Like yeah, that's a just rinse repeat. You go get the win on the road. Cool. Let's let's move on. Yeah. So one you, more thing. Go ahead. You just you got to figure out how to not let this game be your season because I think that's that's the that has been the story of past Tennessee teams that this game has been the season. Mm-hmm. And so you got to find a way to not let it be. That's on Josh Heupel. That's on the leaders of this football team. And, and I, I was hoping this players only meeting would be something I really was. If they do it, let's just not hear about it. Like if I don't care at this point. Yeah. You got to never say anything about, I don't lose in the state of Florida. That probably yeah. didn't help either. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying to forget about those comments. <laughs> also, guys, we have a 6'6", 240-pound quarterback. Why in the hell on fourth and short are we trying to hand it off? Did we not watch – has anybody not watched Jalen Hurts with the Eagles? Has anybody <laughs> never seen what, what they did all season last year? And everybody's like, oh, we need to make up a rule. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> hey, get a bigger quarterback. And we got one, and we don't use it. And also, we run this option play, and, I mean, he just runs straight to Josh Hypo on the sideline. Turn it up. He Sit did try. Hole. Have a didn't clue. He, didn't he slip on that one? I mean, I saw green grass, and he was not running toward it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Good Lord. I mean, somebody commented to me and was just like, because I, I tweeted about not just sneaking it. And they're like, well, we have a quarterback that weighs 240, but he runs like he's 100, 140 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. We, we love that hit against Virginia, so I'll leave it at that. God, that was the worst you can move I've ever seen. Uh just frustrating. I mean, I guess a positive out of this, if we want to try to, you know, create some positives, um, kicking game I'm, looked better. <laughs> I'm not trying to create – he's left-footed. By God, he's left-footed. Yeah. I'm not trying to create positives. I'm just like, it's not all negative. Or so, I mean, it's not – sorry. It's not It's not over. Yeah, the season's not over. Sorry. It, it This game was a lot of negative. Mostly negatives. Yeah. But, yeah, to pretend the third game of the season is – determines it and, and to be fair to a lot of fans this florida game has seemed to say which i think that's just been because they're bad football teams and right now you can't call tennessee a good football team not at this point you cannot mm-hmm. um but they don't have to be a bad football team yeah i mean definitely like injury wise i mean you've lost two guys that have been kind of keys on both sides of the football with yeah. Kenan peely and and uh, cooper mays so yeah. You desperately – I mean, I, I think – And th- those seem to be like two holes right now that Tennessee's missing. Right. Right. But, man, I mean, just watching that Florida team, I'm like, they're not good. But, man, we just continue to let them have their way. Right. I hate Gainesville. And I, I'm not even just talking about, like, the swamp. Like, that that – Place sucks. It's hot as balls, dude. It was uh trying to walk back and get an Uber, and yeah. people just getting in my face. I mean, I was about over it. I tried to get you guys to walk away from campus. I was. I was walking away. Yeah, I was walking away. If you walk north, if you were also north, walking to their cars and like, if you walked north, that that was campus. 
Okay. We had to we had to keep walking. We had to walk back to where people were walking. Yeah. Like to get to the Uber and it was just Yeah, if you walked out of gate eight and went north, which like when I checked your location, that's where y'all were at, that's campus. Yeah. That's where I mean, we're at. The there's game. a guy like hanging out of his car stuck in traffic just yelling at me. And I'm like, dude, you're leaking oil. <laughs> I mean, let's worry about something that kind of pertains to you, buddy. I do need to give a shout out to uh, Grace, I believe her name is. Um, bought me and two of my buddies, Jimmy John's, last night. Cause at least I, I, could, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if we just looked like we were like, no, nah, she, she was just super nice. She was like, no, nah, we take care of Tennessee fans. We, I, maybe she was like, this guy looks poor as hell. Came in for Jimmy John's. Um, but she did buy our dinner last night while we waited on our Uber. So that was very nice of her. I did not take it that way, Grace. Um, yeah, it's very nice. So I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, just that, that that's the positive of the night, folks. Caleb got his meal bought. That's about I mean, all I got from the swamp. We didn't really get any kind of like trash talk or anything until after the game which i i would figure they would be just like used to it kind of like winning in the swamp you would think yeah (laughs) i mean mean, how long does it take to make a habit like 27 days okay so yeah it's been what (laughs) 20 years (laughs) um no i mean i got i didn't get i mean we got a few of them all all in all like gainesville wasn't that bad in terms of the people and all of the, you, you would have lost your mind if walking you, with y'all. Yeah, you. Would oh, have. I'm, I'm probably. I mean, I. I had a guy that. yell at me, and like chomping my face, and he was chafing. I'm like, dude, you need some gold bond. <laughs> that fat guy that wouldn't shut up next to us, and he's like, this is nothing like y'all treating me in Knoxville. And I'm like, probably because you don't shut up. Like, yeah. probably because you're an a hole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that guy was annoying as crap. Um. But no, I mean, for the most part, everyone's, you know, good game, be safe getting home, all that. The the, the stuff I get at normal away games, you're always going to have people that are jerks for because they think those 18 and 22-year-olds, two, two 20, 18 to 22-year-olds care about them. Uh, and we had two guys ready to fight in the stands, and I yelled it. I was like, you guys should really fight for these guys down on the field. They would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, for those 22-year-olds. Yeah, they, really they'll really appreciate They'll look up there and be like, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they might even come belly out of jail tomorrow. Should really get it yeah, going. They really appreciated the the Tennessee fan that ran on the field. <laughs> Which and, and security it, let him get all the way across the field. I mean, I was had, I saw someone dogging Trevor Etienne. I saw someone dogging him and I was like, listen, I don't love it. And especially like you you would think at the timing of that, but Florida had an injured player. He got off the field before the Florida player did. So he didn't stop play at all. He did he did no stoppages. He didn't slow our drive down. He got off the field, took the handcuffs like a man, and just went on. And no, no one was the wiser. People on TV probably missed him. Yeah, he got the, <laughs> he got the video out of it. I saw it on. I was wondering. I was like, man, I hope we got that Snapchat sent before we got put in handcuffs. Yeah, save, save, save. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, he didn't. He didn't hold up place. So I respect that. Yeah, he got he got off the field in time. I do feel like I feel like the the age of streakers is gone, and that I don't respect. They, they were called streakers for a reason. Get your yeah. butt naked and get on that field. <laughs> if you're fully clothed, stay in the stands. Have balls or don't, I don't care. <laughs> but if you're going to get on that football field, butt naked. Yeah. Or at least in a Speedo, something like. Yeah, something funny. Yeah. I want to laugh at you. Yeah. And if it's Florida on a drive, then you got to circle around there and, and get hit. And I stuff. love that security just kind of let him, like, they kind of, like, 
shoot him to the other side, but they were just waiting on him on the opposite sideline. They didn't like try to tackle him on the field, which I love of good security just laying somebody out. That's I I thought I think if that one on our side hadn't gotten to him so fast, I think the one coming from his side was ready to spear him. Okay, he came in hot, and then he got grabbed by the other one. Yeah. It was, he did say his only regret was not stomping on the gator. And I was like, but then I would have lost respect for you because you would have held up you would have held up the drive. And my yeah. respect factor goes down. Also, that doesn't really do anything. You just tear up the grass that our players gotta play on. <laughs> hey, High Springs, um, you're welcome for bringing the party. Uh the Hawks will be back, we'll be touring soon. <laughs> so uh don't worry. Yeah, we, we did go a cappella at a brewery. Um, for a crowd, and it was sick. <laughs> it was sick. It was so sick. <laughs> Honestly, in the moment, it felt like we were rock stars. <laughs> now, uh, sober landing, it thinks like there's no way I'd do that right now. There's a hundred percent no way I do that sober. <laughs> but it wasn't so embarrassing that I regret it. Yeah, it was electric. It honestly, I'm glad. I we would did never it. do it. I well, I say this. But I'll go ahead and say it. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, I don't think I would do that for a group of people that I know. I would never do that in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. Hot Springs, Florida, I'll do it again. Yeah. I'll do it sober in Hot Springs, Florida. I'll take that back. But I just said <laughs> I'll do it sober. Those people ate it up. They're going to be talking about us for years. Dude. Maybe not in a good way, but they're going to be talking about us. Yeah. It was a fun trip. Um, I hate. I hate that we – you know, played the way we did because the, I mean that would just would have been probably made it one of the best trips I've ever been on. Um, For sure. You know, played golf, not great golf, but played golf, um, and uh, yourself. and just had terrible. <laughs> just had a you know dudes being dudes all weekend. You know, walking to eating cheesesteaks and Mexican food and going to breweries and um, I don't remember what else we did. I guess that was it. We played golf and did that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think you summed it up pretty well. Just guys being dudes. I mean, that one guy I yelled out of his car. He's like, where are the girls at? And I was like, I'm not ruining my trip. This is just guys being dudes. What yeah. do you mean where are they at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No offense to any women out there. I'm sure you guys are loads of fun. I've never hung out <laughs> with a woman, so I wouldn't know. But yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, you know, you or anybody else bringing strange women to her house, how, how that would go with – um the rest of the people in there are significant others, but probably not a great. I feel like you just put me out. I never intended to do that. Oh, no, I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, that, that was at him. Like I, we can't oh, just okay. openly just bring right. whoever just like, yeah. Hey, we got a girl really, this really. time, bud. <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Because at the brewery, we could have got some. I mean, they were all at over least the age 60. of 45. Yeah, they were at least 60, but we could have got some. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one lady walking back was shammered, like wobbling on the road where her friend was holding her up, probably like 30, 35. And I don't remember what was said, but oh, there's a dude that came on a moped, so many mopeds, which is strange. We got to talk about that, Gainesville. You have way too many mopeds. Um, and she joked about clothesline. And I was like, yeah, you just about Aaron Hernandez, that guy. And she was like, whoa, really? You had to go there? And I was like, I didn't murder anybody. He did. Like, good lord. Yeah. But yeah, no, all in all, great time. 
Saturday night sucked. Saturday was rough, yes. Also, also, why is there no service around that stadium? Dude, I hate T-Mobile, but shout out T-Mobile. They got it going in Gainesville. I was, was on that the only the one? I don't know. I was on Twitter during the game. Good Lord. <laughs> I couldn't send anything. I couldn't even send a freaking text message. Yeah, I mean, I was checking your all's location when we were getting Ubers. Dude, I had no, nothing would load for me. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, AT&T hasn't made it that way, or they just skipped that area. I don't know. It was strange. Probably just skipped it. Yeah. I get it. All right, so I, I do want to kind of ask you this. Joe Nico, the, the debate is going on. It's always going to go on. The The backup quarterback is, is you know, the greatest player ever yeah, of course. To, to walk the earth. So, um. I, I definitely think a lot of people that were saying that is probably a little bit of a in-the-moment kind of overreaction. What are kind of your thoughts with that whole thing? Well, Landon, can I interest you in another name? And his name is Gaston Moore, <laughs> the hero of the spring game. No, um, I, I, I get, again, that Joe didn't play his best yesterday. I don't know how you could have looked at the rest of that field and thought Nico could do better than this. A guy that hasn't really played. Played what two drives against Virginia? Yeah. Are we are we honestly that confident that he's better right now? And I don't think Joe like I or sorry, sorry. Joe is not in the same debate as the guys we discussed on the opposite side of the ball where we're like, it can't get worse. He he it is not even close to that same debate. No. Um, and I do think it just would have been, I feel like that only, I feel like a, a situation like that can only go one of two ways. He comes in and shines and Nico to the moon, or he comes out and gets demoralized physically and mentally and is never heard from again. So I, I mean, I would love if they brought him in and it was Nico, let's ride that Hosman wave. Um, but I mean, I just don't feel like he was, he would have had much of a chance in that game. I think our offensive line struggled while I think Joe can take better command of the offense. I think some of that's still on the offensive line. They were the majority of the pre-snap penalties. I think Nico gets put in a negative situation there and that falls back to Josh Heupel and Joey Hosley, the offense coordinator and head coach. And I just don't think it would have been a great situation. I don't think Joe, Joe's performance at this point can be the focal point of the blame. Uh, and that's not arguing with what you said earlier, how it all falls back on the quarterback, because it does. He's the leader of the offense. Mm. But in terms of his play, is not the focal point of, of the negativity from last night. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the reason. He wasn't the only reason why he lost that football game. Right. I thought he. I thought if he gets better play from the guys around him, in front of him, you score more than 16 points. I would argue that – he was the reason why you were still in it at the, you know, oh, in the second half. Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, that bombed a freaking brew. So um, that throw to Dante Thornton that was on the money that should have been probably ball at the five yard line. That's the drive that stalled out on fourth down because the refs decided to move the ball and slow the pace of play and get subs in. Um, it should have been ball at the five or better, or not better, sorry, at least a 15 yard penalty first down. I don't think I've ever seen a wide receiver get that abused without a flag getting thrown. 
Yeah, there was was there two that were just like no, it was one, but he had him the whole way. Like he had him before the ball got there and then tackled him as the ball got there. Yeah. I or thought there was a, the ball got there. There was another one too where we were looking for a flag and it just Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think it was that agree. It wasn't as it was in the end zone. Yes. And then he gets yeah. targeted. Like yeah. that's the definition of targeting. In fact, it, it was the same thing as a Colorado, Colorado State game, and at least that got flagged for unnecessary roughness. Mm-hmm. He should have been tossed out of the game. How can that not be called targeting? I thought targeting what wasn't just the head or neck area if they were a defenseless player. I thought that was like one of the things it had to be. I don't know what it even is. Okay, I don't either. I don't know why I'm even <laughs> trying to figure it out. I'm never going to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, that one was bad too. It started with PI, ended with minimum unnecessary roughness. In fact, the Florida player got hurt on the play. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And on the first one, Urban Meyer thought it was he, – he even agreed that it was sexual assault. <laughs> I mean, even the Florida fan in front of us, he was like, that was bad. Yeah. Which, so, yeah. those guys are pretty dumb, so I don't know if I agree with everything he said throughout the night. But, but yeah, the uh, – They were nice, though. They were nice, yeah. Didn't – no Except for the one that sang Rocky Top, and I was like, banger, right? And he, was, Which is a weird thing that opposing fans sing that song. But he started singing, and I was like, that's a banger, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, you know the lyrics to it. I don't know the lyrics to one song that sucks. Yeah. You I mean, know I, all the lyrics, in fact. Yeah, I, I don't know Florida's song or whatever it is. We were walk, As we were walking, one guy, as we were at a crosswalk waiting to cross, one guy's hanging out of a truck singing it. And I was like, it's a great song. And one guy behind me was like, it is a pretty good song. And I was like, I don't know your all spice song. He's like, it's pretty good too. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know it. Yeah. So I, when, I, when we're comparing how good a song is, everyone knows one, 50% know one. Which one's better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the same argument with a guy at the swamp bar that we went to. Um, he was saying like something good. Or I was like, I was like, the fact that you know it just tells me everything you know. And like, I need to know. Like, you like that song. You like it. So just admit, you're kind of a Tennessee fan. Yeah. If you sing it, you like it. Yeah. I don't whistle songs. I don't hum songs. I don't sing songs I don't like. Yeah. Rocky Top, verified banger. Swamp said so. (laughs) Wish we could have played more of it. Yeah. Um, Go, also, go back. Go. Okay. Oh, I was going to go. Sorry. Back um, another hype thing we did. The we ready going into the stadium. We deserve that win. Our group deserved that win. I think we were more prepared than our offensive line was. <laughs> I would have tried to hit somebody hard. Yeah. I'm not saying I would have wrapped up. I can tell if you. I if I would have got to that spot, I would have wrapped been. up. <laughs> I would have gotten drugged 62 yards by Trevor Etienne, <laughs> but I would have been hanging on, baby. Yeah, I would have I would have <laughs> ate up them ankles. I might have gotten credit for that touchdown. I would have been on him so long. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, we got to give him some points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Who hasn't been in any Tom TD parlay? He gets one. Um, but but going back to the Nico thing a little bit, I, I just think that the way that Joe got hit, do you really want Nico in there just getting abused? <laughs> I mean, because if you go to Nico, which, like, if they want to roll with that, I mean. If they want to roll with it, roll with it. But but there's no coming back from it. Yeah, I don't think so either. I I don't don't think if if Nico isn't 
everything, you don't go back to Joe. I just don't think like that. What does that do for anybody? Yeah, I, I mean, I I think Joe's when the switch came, which you know we can argue and how the how the switch happened. When the switch came in 2021, Joe goes out, Hendon comes in, plays so much better. Um, at that point, everyone was ready for a switch. I think Joe's play warranted it. I don't think it warrants it now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only way that Nico is the quarterback is, is if kind of the same thing with Hendon, where he comes out for an injury and he plays significantly better right. than Joe Milton. Yeah. Can we just not suck so bad that South Carolina is a noon game? Did we suck bad enough for that to be a noon game? Because I think we did, and that sucks. <laughs> <clears throat> We're definitely not going to be 3.30. It's probably going to be either really late or yeah. 4 p.m. It could be a 4 p.m. game. Hold out hope, baby. Hey, it could be 5. We'll just do it on uh, – <laughs> we'll stream it. I, actually, we'll stream it. ESPN, just get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> no TV timeouts. They have made the game of football unwatchable. Well, person. I mean, and this was the first game I've really noticed the rule change with with the Tennessee game. I mean, it felt like we had time to come back, but as time went on, it was just like, man, time is flying by. Yeah, definitely. It made leads harder to cut into, which like, I'm not as mad. I'm not as mad about the clock rule change as I am that the clock rule change happened and now we see more TV timeouts with more time. That's what's, that's what's frustrating for me. Yeah. I mean, you notice it when you watch NFL football, like it's, I mean, there every time so many TV timeouts, like I could not be thankful enough for freaking Sunday ticket where I have four games on at once. Yeah. And even then today at one point, sorry, more than one point, three games were on a TV timeout at the same time. That's insane. Is that what we're going to have to do is just stop watching TV? Well, like the Sunday ticket and all that stuff, are we just going to have to stop doing that and go to the games or go to a bar and not pay those subscriptions for people to change that rule back? Because, yeah, it it sucks. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you're right. It is the American consumer's fault for consuming football. And Burger King's like, hey, if we don't play our ads 70 times a game, they're not going to eat here. (laughs) <laughs> and and we want them to know that at BK they can't have it their way. But there's no, there's. <laughs> I love that there's all these like commercials, but there's never hardly any replays anymore. Where are the replays at? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. the people that operate the jumbotrons at stadiums are the most are the dumbest people on planet Earth. Even even if a foul occurs, they're not gonna watch it on the jumbotron. And go, oh, he did. That was P.I. Show the replay. Yeah. Even Florida fans want to see it. Show the replay. Tennessee's guilty of it, too. Show me the replay. I don't know if we're guilty of uh, the McAllen Castles. That was was another No, no, no. I'm talking about guilty of. of Oh, I know. I'm just making a joke of what you said. Oh, yeah. That was, dude. (laughs) I hate the blindside block rule. I think it's dumb. Get your head on a swivel. Taught that all the time. But. How is that a blindside block? Yeah. I mean, what is what is football? Not only is it kind of un, unwatchable. Very, very philosophical of you. Yeah. What is the football? Um, yeah, it's just they're making it worse and worse. 
are we protesting football? Is that where we started just protesting watching on TV, but are we just full on protesting football? Well, I might. Yeah. Right. At some point. All right. I'm in. Because I, I, I don't think that was a reason Tennessee lost, but I do think that kind of hampered Tennessee from getting back into the ball game. Yeah. On a few drives. Right. Let because, me also argue another thing about just like going to games in general. You have a hundred thousand people in a stadium. Why are you allowing traffic within a block of the stadium? Vehicle traffic. Dude, was un- I waited 45 minutes in an Uber in traffic. Well, After I, I got in, the, I waited 30 minutes for the Uber to get there. And then I waited 45 minutes in dead stop traffic. Well, I mean, at least it wasn't a block from the stadium. The amount of vehicle traffic oh, a block from the stadium is insane. Yeah. Everywhere we went around I, the entire stadium, about, they were allowing about two, blo- two or three blocks away from the stadium. Which is understandable, parking garages, all that crap. But like we went out. This is a neighborhood. Okay. At some point, like at some part of the stadium, there has to be like within a block vehicle traffic. We started at gate eight, walked so an entire half away around the stadium, all the way to the north side. And the that entire way, there were vehicles on all sides of the stadium, less than a block away from the stadium. And they're having to stop mass amounts of people so these vehicles can go. It pissed me. I mean, there's a hundred thousand people here. How do you expect us all to get out? Yeah, yeah, not, not actually. Very well, sorry, Florida, that. not a hundred thousand. You had ninety-seven thousand people there, but it was a valid attempt, and we appreciate it. <laughs> we don't appreciate it, actually. Ugh. Yeah, this weekend sucked. I hated every second of it. Ninety thousand. It wasn't even ninety-seven. Oh, it said ninety-seven. Ninety. 90,751. 90, oh, what? Yeah, that's their attendance now. Wait, their capacity is 88,548. If ESPN is correct. Interesting. They, I thought they announced 97 over the stadium. No. This is what the attendance says on ESPN. 90,751? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't they used to be like 107? Oh, it used to be one of the bigger stadiums. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, what are, I don't even know what we're doing tonight. What are, what's next? What's uh week three in college football? I don't care. I yeah. mean, some dude kicked like a 61-yard field goal. That's pretty sweet, but he did it for Missouri. Um, <laughs> he did it in cargo pants and all. I mean, that was the most impressive part. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz instilled a team rule that he had to wear cargo pants. And he did it. Good for him. Yeah, below the knees. Um, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, the Georgia, Colorado, South Carolina. Yeah, I had not. Everyone was cheering. I was like, "Gosh, you think Shane Beamer's going to keep this lead?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, he probably would on Tennessee, but not on not on Georgia. No. Um, yeah. The. Uh, yeah, the Colorado-Colorado State game was good. I knew we had to wake up early, though, so I didn't watch the whole thing, um, which I kind of regretted. But I kind of thought Colorado would figure it out and win anyways, so I wasn't sweating too much. Um, also, they, they stormed the field? I think it's weird, but at the same time, I feel like they know Dion's only going to be there so long, and they're just eat, they're savoring the moment, <laughs> and I kind of respect it. So... Yeah, it's, I guess some degree I, I, I respect it. But, yeah, it is weird for sure. 
Um, uh, Michigan State did not get the uh, kind of interim coach um, <laughs> boost there. In next week, 40, next week. Yeah, they lost next 41 week. to 7. <laughs> next week, Landon. At home. Uh, Florida State. Are we sounding alarm bells yet, or are we just chalking this up to the old hype? Oh, for them, like not being not as being good as, as good as maybe we think. Oh, I mean, there there was there was some serious playoff talk last week, which is insane for week three, but yeah. there was. I don't um, I don't think Boston College even thought that they'd score twenty nine points. All I care is the overhit. Shout out to Florida State and Boston College, and and well, yes, but they still had to take Florida State's defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to that defense, man. I love them. Good guys over there. Um. For the boys. Yeah, and then we did we of course have to talk about Alabama USF. I mean, at the end of the day, they found a way to win. You kind of gotta say that about team anytime you play a team like that. But uh it's still hilarious as an opposing fan to watch unfold. I don't know when they've ske- I I assume that they scheduled this series a long time ago. Right? Because it is kind of interesting that they're playing Alex Golish and that same offense that Tennessee runs. I, I think that's kind of yeah, it's also weird that it's at USF. So they did two for one. Right. Still weird that they would do that with USF. Yeah. At least guess, do it with like an in-state opponent. Well, dude, if I'm – well, yeah. I mean, if I'm USF, that's the only way I'm agreeing to it. I'm not coming to your place. I No, I agree with that. I, and I yeah. think – but I think those schools should do two for ones. Yeah. Like, like you, Florida like did with Dan, UCF. Danny White wanted to do a one and one And I love Danny White now, but I was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. They take the two and one but on the Florida side, or you know, do it with your in-state opponents. And on the Alabama side, go play UAB or something. Like, keep it in house, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I, if Tennessee did it with Memphis, yeah, fine. MPSU, fine. But yeah, they're doing it, doing a, a two for one with a Florida team is is weird. I don't know what Alabama has literally nothing to gain from that experience. But yeah, their quarterback situation not great at all. Tyler Buckner might be worse. <laughs> Um, and Ty Simpson ain't good either. Apparently. That's the rumor. So. Will he get the start next week? What's the I'm, yeah, I'm assuming, but I mean. I also love how, like, like Nick Saban, and, and every coach is going to do this, but Nick Saban's the one who did it this week. Um, he, you know, they ask him about it, and he tries to make it sound like there's not QB controversy because we're always going to play the guy that practices the best. You're telling me every once in a while that third stringer doesn't just have a really good week of practice and maybe looks the best that week, but you don't start him. Yeah. There's QB controversy, Nicholas. Just admit it. I mean, three to three at halftime, that is a uh... – I don't want to hear anything about the Austin P game anymore. I mean, look at that. That is insane. Uh, Arkansas State got their first win of the season. Oh, nice. Who did they play? Stody Brook. Oh, so. yeah, they played a country club. <clears throat> battle, battle tested. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. James Madison's three and zero. Shout out. Uh, BYU beat Arkansas. I saw that. So it's good. Dude, did you see that Syracuse fake? No, dude, that was freaking awesome. Uh, is it Garrett Garrett Schrader? Yeah. He ran a nice little Peyton Manning. Little God, how old leg. is he? He's. Still uh, I think he's there. probably Peyton Manning's age since I just I mentioned mean, that. Holy crap! Yeah, he ran the little. He ran a nice little fake. Uh, 
inside handoff and then naked bootleg. And then like the good teammate he is, man, instead of going for glory, guy just slides down, takes the first and 10, reset the downs. Let's run out the clock. God knows ball. I don't really have anything else. <laughs> That's yeah, it. not really. LSU's, I guess, good. Let's wait. Mississippi State not good. Correct. I will. I'll go with that one. Okay. Uh, Kansas still three and K State couldn't hold up their end of the bargain, but Kansas three and Okay. Yeah. They did just play Nevada and barely won, but doesn't matter. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot, really. I mean, this slate. Uh, we said it before as we were like trying to put our bets in before we got into Georgia. Um. That this week three slate was horrible. Yeah, not a good one. Um, what are games this week? Florida State and Clemson play. That'll be. Yeah, I probably won't watch that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that Clemson over is. So you guys can all shut your mouth. Yeah, let's go over our uh, our locks real quick. Everybody else wants to get in there. Um, get in here and we can kind of go over what everybody did. Um, I'll read off mine first. LSU, minus nine and a half against Mississippi State. Hit. Wisconsin, under 64. That was kind of a a squad play that most of us took. Hit. And then FSU, over 47 and a half. Squad play. Hit. Syracuse, minus two and a half. Hit. So did you go four and zero? Four and zero, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, sorry, I had you three and one. I just didn't look at the scores, obviously, but nice making up ground there, Landon. Yep, trying to. Where did Dylan go? He went three and one. God dang it! Hey, your boy went three and one too. I'm I'm nine and three on the year. Dang, I'm eight and four. What's Joe? <laughs> four and eight. <laughs> <laughs> Am I really four and eight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna pre-order the pads already. This just let's just go ahead and get it. Over with. <laughs> we'll get you fitted. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I, I like. Hey, you're just trying to work out. You're trying to work out the scheme for the year. You haven't figured out the system. Um, <laughs> takes time, dude. I mean, it's week three. Yeah. Yeah, hey, it's a long. We go ahead and, and call it. A, if Dylan somehow loses this. All time choke job. All time choke job. Eleven and one. Yeah. yeah. All time. You were like three points away from a like. Oh no, you need three. three. Yeah, you're damn close to four now. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I'm number one in the college pick'em for our league too. So. Dang. I know ball. Uh, apparently. Apparently. Or at least you're really good at clicking buttons. <laughs> Just a lucky guy, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, most I important. Mean, do we have to? Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I have any, man. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Um, Lee Corso, 400 uh, mascot head pick. Great tribute to him. I like how they even showed – they made him apologize for it, but now they're, like, using it as promo for him. Making them show the uh, 
was he Houston? Ah, and throws the. Yeah, they made him apologize the next week, but now they're just eating it up. Um, but yeah, love the guy. Uh, Mon's gonna go. Um, just great branding. Okay, just taking advantage of markets. Um, that's what Deion Sanders did. His sunglass line with Blender's eyewear made 1.2 million in sales on Saturday. Or I guess this was Friday. Um, after he was called out by Colorado State's head coach Jay Norvell for wearing shades in his interviews. What is Jay Norvell thinking? Like, uh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Dude, he was that close from just backing it up and <clears throat> sold. But even then, what are you really backing up by saying, yeah, I take off my hat and sunglasses? You still just kind of look like a prick. Yeah. Well, and then um, after the game, Shadur Sanders wore sunglasses in his interview. Well, what the hell was he doing? He went full Captain Insane on that guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I want to root for Colorado. But that makes it hard because you just look like a prick. Yeah. And I'm not saying Colorado State didn't look like pricks. In fact, that one safety that had that just dirty hit on Travis Hunter, and that wasn't football. The ball was well gone when he mm-hmm. decided to go hit him. Um, but he got his ankles taken on the game-tying touchdown. I mean, they might still be in, in Boulder. My man made the trip back to Colorado, Colorado Springs, but the ankles stayed behind. Well, it, it's not fair that – Shadur Sanders does that because he's always wearing sunglasses, so no one can do that back to him. Right. He's got protection. You, yeah. You can't go kick somebody nut, somebody in the nuts and wear a cup all the time. That's just not fair. <laughs> Bingo. And, I mean, <laughs> he does – well, to be fair, his offensive line doesn't provide much protection, so let him have the sunglasses for now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that, that was, I was just like, dude, I had no problem with him being running up on those dudes after he hit Travis Hunter, but. Why are we poking people in the eye? Yeah. Anybody else got a most important? Uh, just yeah. One. Go ahead. Dylan. You got one, Joey? You want me to go? Nope. Go ahead. Uh, mine is just Brew McCoy being a dog when he put the hit on that guy. I mean, he looked like the only one out there that was that was wanting to do anything. So, shout out to some leadership there. Confirm. Uh, nose ball. <laughs> Brew. Uh, I was just going to shout out both Jalen Hyatt and Josh Dobbs. Had Jalen Hyatt had his first two career. He had what? Was it two receptions for like 89 yards or something? So Yeah. I don't and know. But I'm, 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 I think it's confirmed Jalen Hyatt can't run routes. He, he just happens to be open all the time. We'll never yeah. know if he can run routes or not. System he, guy. Never he know. <laughs> shitty cornerbacks. Uh, and then Josh uh, Dobbs tore up and laid lumber on the dude. So Yeah. Don't be denied. At the end of the day, we'll be Josh Dobbin. Um, I only have I only have one fail. Talk Anybody else got a most? It's a uh, it's Colorado, so they're my most important name. I fail. They tweeted, um, "This one is for Travis." <laughs> After he got hurt, like like he died. Did he die? <laughs> hey, hey, fours up front. He literally walked off the field. Landing out of solidarity with Travis Hunter. Four's up for him. Yeah. Him and Harbaugh are uh, resting in peace together. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Put, put them together. 
Harambe meme at like the, the heaven, heaven. They're buried meme. behind the Hosman house. Yeah. <laughs> they I think the Hosman should uh what does Hank say it? How does Hank say it? Post posthumously? Is that how he says it? Maybe. Um award him the Heisman. Even though he's not dead, I think they should. <laughs> Out of respect. Out of respect. <laughs> Out of respect for for the dead. I think you should. <laughs> Just like pour one out. Also, give him the Heisman. Okay, can I say uh, something too that's really controversial? I think at, at this time, but I just want to say it. Oh God, <laughs> no, dude. The 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 lead going into the fourth quarter, Tom Petty thing's kind of cool. Oh yeah, it is cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. I wish I'd gotten a longer video, but I was worried that someone near us was gonna yell. F Tom Petty. I'm glad he's dead. So I didn't want to <laughs> catch that on tape. <laughs> it would have been me, but I was worried someone might. Yeah, I was there and while that. that was funny and I laughed, uh, I didn't want that on my, my phone. <laughs> yeah, I love Friends in Low Places, but the, the Tom Petty thing is a lot cooler. I did say, well, it's just cool because they like everyone's committed to the light thing. Which I'm someone who doesn't turn on my phone flashlight because I don't care enough. So you can put that on me. Um, I just sing the song. I do wish they had cut out the music so you could hear the crowd singing. I won't back down at the chorus. Because I like that Tennessee does that. Yeah, like it's a cool song to sing like that with a crowd. But like lyrically, the song just repeats itself like over and over and over again. Uh, they're just making it clear that they're not going to back down. <laughs> yeah. Very clear. They don't want you to forget. Um, yeah, they we don't stand their ground. Right. We. I've never sang that song after a Florida win, which I know what you're going to say, Caleb. You haven't had many chances to, but I haven't. So but we will. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> uh, also, kind of on that same, along the same lines, Sweet Caroline was probably, I would assume, popular, popularized by the Boston Red Sox. West Virginia does it a thousand times better. I love the you shit pit. I love it. You know what I'm talking about? Did they who won that game? West, West Virginia. Virginia. Oh. Shit. Or sorry, nope. Pitt did in fact eat shit. <laughs> shit. Their quarterback sucks. Like really bad. And like, do I really do you guys care about it? Do y'all think it rocks? Or like what are you what's your thoughts on that? I don't really the, love the song. Sweet Caroline? Well, have you heard West Virginia do it? Yeah, I know the eat shit pit. I just hate Sweet Caroline. I hate when Penn State does it. I hate the song at weddings. I hated it. <laughs> high school football games i just i hate that song it's just so it's i sorry if, clearly i'm a little biased but you, have you seen the video of them doing it landon old stadium uh-uh so instead of bum 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 they yell eat shit piss sweet caroline eat shit pit awesome yeah that's that's way better than bum 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 <laughs> i hate that he sounded good there that's the leader of the hawks right there <laughs> <laughs> cut it off uh, my fail is just going to be – well, I mean, I don't really know what the side of it. I mean, I guess it's kind of a win for Portland State, but whatever that North America team is that lost 91 to nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> did, wait, did it finish at 91? Well, it was 91 nothing in the third, yeah. and then also kind of a fail on Portland State. They didn't score in the fourth quarter. Like, you totally had a chance to score 100. Right. You got to go for triple digits. Didn't. There's no sportsmanship. You, and you can't I – don't, I don't care if you – we're at the wits end of your roster at that game. You scored 91 points on the team. You should be able to get not squeeze nine more in one quarter. Right. There's no excuse for not getting 100 points unless you just feel that bad. How are these teams getting IMG? 
as an opponent. Wait, what? Oh, is this not what we're talking about? No, this is a college football game. I don't know what level. Like yeah, D2? Oh, like Portland State or something like that. Well, somebody – Yeah. Or, some, some team in Canada played IMG, and it was just like the Bishop Sycamore game. Well, I think IMG has to just schedule anyone that's willing to play them because so few are willing to play them, to be fair to IMG. Yeah. Like, that's how Bishop Sycamore ended up on their schedule. Well, I mean, there's so many like coaches out there that are that will have the slogan "We'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime." I mean, I feel like you just go search those guys and call them out if they don't do it. I like that. Yes, you should. I agree. I'm trying to look up the, that score because it was <clears throat> well because Portland State lost to Oregon. 80 I was about to say, yeah, was this kind of like, hey, Portland Oregon State is part of around. North America, so we're gonna repay Oregon? By punishing North yeah. American? Well, it, your team being on behalf of an entire continent is crazy. <laughs> and then to still get stomped out. But then people were making a good point. If Oregon can beat Portland 81-7, to I do not want to know what Oregon could have done to that North America team. That would have been Ooh, the most I would like to find out, though, game. personally. I think that would be fun to find out. It had to be like 130-3. to Also, zero is, zero is so bad. Not putting up a – like – and it probably wasn't even close. Like they probably didn't even get a field goal attempt. Was that more or less than I would the uh, Butch Jones loss that first week? Oh, fuck. Butch Jones was like, Butch Butch Jones like 70, 73 to nothing, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Something still insanely embarrassing, just not Yeah, that right. Grand Arkansas okay, Station. Anytime you have a goose egg on the board is probably not the best. Yeah. So, West Toronto Prep is this team I was talking about. Um, it was called after hi- halftime. It was 96 to nothing. Um, West Toronto Prep is now 0-5. And entering the game, they were outscored by their opponents 195-6. to Shout out those six points, though. I'm just like – like- <laughs> I mean, it's just – Everybody dead set on just not playing IMG that they have to play somebody that's 0-5. I mean, there's some sort of coach that's out there like Dion that would just be like, I'm playing them, and we're going to win. Guess not, Landon. I'm I'm with you, though. I think we should call these coaches out to say that anytime, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I know a few in Knoxville that have used that slogan. We can go tweet search and, and get some of these going. <clears throat> Let's do it. That's, the, that's our mission. IMG, call us. We'll get a schedule for you. Probably exclusively in Knoxville, Tennessee, but we'll get a schedule for you. Yeah. If we do it's get it outside of Knoxville, they're responsible for our air travel and everything, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you pay our rent, too, anytime we find you a, find you a game. Yeah. Do you think IMG beats Tennessee? <laughs> Don't ask that question to the wall fan base right now. We're <laughs> down bad, my friend. Definitely in the second quarter. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, do want to tell you guys about our good friends at Roback. Um, go to Roback. 20% off your first purchase using promo code More Important Issues. They got polos, quarter zips, hoodies, shirts, shorts, joggers, women's wear. Go check them out. Hats, they got those too. Um, go check them out. Awesome stuff. Great quality. Again, use More Important Issues to get 20% off your first purchase. And uh, with promo code, more important issues. Spell it. No spaces. 
All right. Anything else, guys? You just want to end this one? Chalk yeah, it up. let's get out of here. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you ready? Yep. All right, guys. Oh, <laughs> are we doing it? <laughs> Not just me and you. I think that does need to be our outro, though. That would be funny. 100%. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.